Hello and welcome to another Guildhall podcast. Uh, today we're here talking about our first drama production of this spring term, which is Laura Wade's Colder Than Here, uh, and it's directed by Lisa Blair and designed by Frankie Bradshaw in our Milton Court Studio Theatre. Uh, and I'm pleased to be joined by uh, two of our cast members today, Johnny Lavelle and Phoebe Marshall, and our lighting designer, Sally McCullough. Thanks for joining us. Thank, Thank you. Um, so for people who may not know Colder Than Here, can you give us a little bit of an introduction to the play and what it's about and how you'll fit in? Yeah, um, it's a really beautiful story i think um about family and uh cancer really and um it's about what we might do when faced with our own mortality whether we know what we do and and how how this the implications and expectations that arise for people that are really close to that um like yeah like the family close to that and it's also very funny, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> Not a guarantee, but I find it funny. <laughs> um, um, it's about a family of four people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Myra, who's played by Tallulah Bond, who's the one suffering with cancer. And then Johnny plays her husband, Alec. And then there are two daughters, um, Harriet, played by Mari Geyer, and I'm playing Jenna. And uh, what's the, the family dynamic like at the, at the start? It's pretty, it's pretty strained. Um, I think they're all dealing with it in their different ways and in very isolated ways. Myra really wants to talk about it, just deal with it, get it out in the open, have her family a lot more together than it has ever been for when she passes away. Mm. Um, And the girls both deal with it in really different ways. And Alec has a a really big problem with being able to talk about it. Mm. Um, So it's looking at how they all deal with each other and with the cancer. And you mentioned it's, it's uh, quite a funny play, uh, but it's obviously dealing with quite a serious subject matter at the same time. How have you found the process to try and get that tone right? Yeah, um, I think, to be honest, Laura Weird's writing is just so, so good um, that it kind of does it for you in a, in a way, which mm. is very, quite refreshing mm. as an actor. Like, it's a lot to do with rhythm, that's, that's true, and like, the rhythm of the text has to be right, but that just, basically, that's just doing justice to what Laura's written. Um, And I think at the end of the day, it is dealing with these really like kind of, you know, these really kind of almost like, well, taboo issues like death and and cancer in this country, which we find quite hard to speak about. But I I think basically what you see in the play is that it's, it's real, it's a real situation, real people in a real situation and how they act in that situation, even if it's dealing with kind of quite tragic themes, can be really funny, you know, and, and it can be, and the humour arises out of that, that seeing that and recognising that real situation and thinking, well, that could totally happen and I could be involved in that. And uh, yeah. yeah, they massively use humour as a coping mechanism, mm. Myra especially, mm. um, and you can see that they're little, a lot of the writing is really obviously, they have in-jokes within the family and that to audience members, I think, will hopefully be really funny because they'll recognise their own family in the dynamics that happen on stage. Is that kind of family familiarity exactly. coming out? Yeah, 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 completely. And but, yeah, I think because, it, like I say, it deals with cancer. There's an, it's scary, mm. um, but it's also, as I say, beautiful and sweet and funny. As it turns out, these kind of what it, these situations can cause close family to, to be like with each mm. other. You know? And Sally, as a lighting designer on the production, what's the process been like for you working with uh, Lisa and Frankie and the creative team to kind of 
bring it to, to the stage. Yeah, it's been really interesting. I think the journey of the play is really interesting. I think that's one of the most challenging things I've had to do is just show the different places they go to through lighting. Because in the burial scenes that we go to, there isn't any set. Mm. So I've had to kind of make the differences between them. And often the weather that's mentioned in the script and the time of day really reflects what's happening in the script. So I've been able to develop that and show a bit more of the story through the lighting. quite sort of frequent changes throughout so it's keeping you on your toes yeah definitely there's kind of three different aspects to it there's the living room scenes and then there's transitions which have been probably the most complicated part of the uh, of the tech period um and then we have the burial sites so yeah it's definitely been a challenge but it's been really interesting to develop the story of the characters and what's been the the inspiration for you for the, for the lighting design are you is it is it quite in your face? Is it something that's quite subtle and kind of reinforcing what's what's happening on stage at the same time? Where however you approached it? Yeah, I think it's definitely the weather, the time of day and the setting have mm. definitely been something I've researched a lot into. Um, the living room, I really tried to make quite familiar and quite cosy because I think that's almost where they feel at home. Um, and I think the audience will really appreciate that and get to know the characters through that. Mm. Um, and again, with the burial sites, researching into how the play and the characters deal with different emotions in different scenes. I've been able to kind of develop the lighting through that, making it a bit colder, a bit warmer, mm. brighter, darker, things like that. And what's it been like sharing the, the studio theatre with, with Saved and the other production that's happening yeah, at the same time? It's definitely a great experience. Um, I think me and Jack Wills, who's the designer um, for the other production, we kind of started working together right at the beginning mm. um, just to get each other's ideas on paper um, we worked separately for a while then just to get make sure we had everything we needed for each production and then we brought them together mm. and we worked with the production electrician to just to make sure we could do everything. Um, it's really been really interesting. We may be able to use a lot of each other's rig um, and we have quite a lot of different lights we can use and different areas we can focus on. So it's been definitely been a challenge, but it's a really good experience. And compared to some of our other productions that we've done this year, this is quite a small cast for one of our plays. I know, Johnny, you're in a yeah. sort of two-man mm. play in one of our crimp plays uh, last term. But how how's that for for you guys as actors? Do you prefer having a, a smaller company to, to to work with or just um, a different different experience? I was in um, Cherry Orchard and Postmortem, which were both really big ensemble mm. pieces. And sometimes you were in you were in a cast of people who you were never in a scene with. So um, that. It has really great things about it as well, but sometimes you could feel quite um, distanced from other members of the cast mm. and that your storylines, your personal character storyline potentially doesn't overlap with other people's. Whereas for this, we are all, we're a family unit and we're all in it together all the time. Um, and so I think you you don't just get each character's individual journey, you get their family unit's journey as well through the course of the play. Um, and I've enjoyed it so much because it is really rare that we have small casts mm -hmm. on plays and it's been such a, I mean I'm happy to work with anyone in my year group but it's been such an honour working with these other three actors because they just bring everything to every single rehearsal so it's been amazing yeah yeah I, I think I've been very fortunate and throughout this year and in, in the fact that I had a, a two-hander at the start of the year which mm -hmm. was just a wonderful gift to, to be able to have and then I did my solo as well actually so and now I'm working with three other people, so I'm not very much of the year. This is like, what? Give me some space. They're trying to separate me, nearly. But, um, but no, it's really, um, it's really great. And yeah, just like Phoebe was saying, it's this, you can just tell in this room, especially, it's just like every, everybody really loves the player. And like 
the director and all the cast and you know we, we really do love the piece and it was just a, everyone's just as passionate about doing it justice as mm. and that cr- that creates a really like warm exciting room to be in yeah. to come in a rehearsal and mm. to look forward to going to the rehearsal room is a really a wonderful thing that we probably won't have all the time in our career yeah. and so it's really nice to have to have that um and 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 know that everyone's just equally as passionate does that does that make things different for you as well Sally is in terms of lighting when you know you've just got a handful of actors on set and you know exactly where they're going to be and that's all you have to yeah I think in rehearsals um it was definitely a bit of a gift just because you know there's tends to be in the burial sites which are more challenging things to light there's only two people in them so it's making sure in some ways that the whole stage is lit so when they do walk around which they do quite a lot Mm. the they're still visible to the audience um but at the same time you still want to keep it very close you want to keep it you know very connected to what they're talking about so it's definitely made a big difference um and then when they kind of all come together in the living room scenes that's been really good because it's a very tight space that living room so i've kind of managed to keep it very closed in which is what i wanted to do and um as we record, we're, we're ticking down to, to opening night. Um, where are you up to now in the in the production process? What What's happening today and in the next day or so? Um, we've just finished our two days of tech. Um, and then today we've really luckily um, been given a really a much bigger space than the one we're actually going to be working in, which has meant that we can just strip it down, take away all the tech, focus on the acting, focus on the storyline and our connection to the characters and our connection to each other. Um, whilst also getting back to like the basics of our training in a big space um, and that's been so useful for us and I think that's what we need to keep working on for the next two days until we open on Friday mm. yeah yeah it's there's I think yeah because we've been out of the rehearsal as Phoebe says we've been out of the rehearsal room for obviously we have we had the weekend and then we mm. had two days of tech so we've been out of the rehearsal room for like four four or five days um, to get back in into that is is really nice because obviously with tech, you, kind, you are kind of working on little bits of acting as you go, obviously, and running lines while people are, are working. Mm. But it's obviously different, very different than, than you know, mm-hmm. having it so there. So going back to the actual connection between the family and making sure that we're really kind of connecting with each other, which is obviously so important when with it's just a family dynamic. Um, then, yeah, and looking, yeah, like you say, looking forward to doing that in the next couple of days and just mm. really getting getting back to that, basically. And how the tech been for you as, as lighting designer? Say? Yeah, it's a bit of a strange couple of days, really, because um, the bulk of the work has been done. But after seeing what is close to the final product in the mm. dress rehearsal yesterday, there's a few things that have come out of it, which I can work on over the next couple of days. I'll be in rehearsal with these guys just to, you know, keep in touch with them and see what's changed, if any blocking's changed. Um, and then when we come to notes and dress on Friday, I can kind of implement any changes. Um, and then I've been in, in the studio today, um, just making sure I'm kind of keeping in touch with the other production, just in case any focus or anything's changed with that. So making sure they're not pushing your lights out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Changing that <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, And uh, what, what have you all most enjoyed about the, the process and the production? What's something that you've really taken away from it? Working with Lisa Blair. Um, yeah, I think... And I mean, she's probably going to hear this, but uh, <laughs> but it's just been it's been really really wonderful, and she's she's been exactly what I need, I think, in terms of a, an actor and a person, really. Um, and I kind of wanted to direct me in all aspects of my life, not just in the rehearsal room. Um, but yeah, she's she's just like a force of nature, to be honest. Um, and that's definitely been the th- what I've enjoyed the most. It's just been a really like as I said before, a fantastic rehearsal room to be in. Very exciting. Very. Productive, mm. very productive. We seem to get so much done yeah. every time we're in the room. 
which is really which is really nice. You just feel like you're always constantly moving forward, which can that, that's not always the case in rehearsal rooms mm. through no fault of anyone sometimes, but it's just it seems to be always moving in that in that kind of direction. So mm. yeah, yeah, I completely agree with Johnny. I have to reiterate exactly what he said. Lisa Blair's just been amazing. She's so intelligent and knows exactly how to communicate her thoughts to all of us as actors in a really helpful and way in a way that we can so easily implement um and obviously we've said it before but having a really small cast has been really really enjoyable and Mm. the writing's amazing and just yeah loved the whole process yeah I think um with sound and video being such an important part as well Mm. working with Abby and Kate who are the designers for those both um has been really good and seeing those three aspects come together and be such an important part of the production has been really good just um adding to the journey the actors go on it's really good and, uh, and as we approach opening night, what do you think audiences are going to take away from the play? Um, it hasn't been performed in a, in a little while, so it's, it's mm. kind of nice for it to be coming back. Yeah, we were really lucky enough to have Laura Wade, the writer, come into one of our rehearsals and oh, wow. um, speak yeah. to her and ask her some questions and stuff. And she said that when it was first put on, um, she had loads of audience members come up to her and open up about deaths in their family or cancer in their family and in a way that she completely hadn't expected to happen. And um, I think that potentially could happen for us as well. I think it opens a conversation about death and cancer that mm. isn't really um, had in our society and in this country. There's quite a lot of taboo about it. And if we can kind of get that going, it'd be really interesting conversations to come out of the play. Yeah, I, I just agree with that, really. I think um, I really empathise with the character of Myra and how, in, in, in terms of her aspect, like the wish, sorry, the way she looks on death with a very she's very kind of accepting from like the the first moment really in the in the play mm. um which a lot of people struggle with but i i i kind of feel that in, in that way so to have that that voice kind of shown um is is great yeah mm. yeah i think the audience will really enjoy the way the uh cast move through different sections of their lives and different areas and different places and so i think they'll end up feeling really close to the production and mm. will be really interested in kind of how it ends and you know making up their own ending and, and things like that oh, leaving us on an intriguing note. <laughs> <laughs> um massive thanks to our guests for joining us for this Guildhall school podcast uh colder than here runs from the 2nd to the 13th of february in the milton court studio theater and you can get your tickets from the barbican box office and head to gsmd.ac.uk events to get your tickets and find out a bit more and you can follow and subscribe to the podcast on itunes soundcloud wherever you like to listen to your podcasts uh, and follow us at Guildhall School on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook to find out more about what's going on at the school. Thanks again for coming in, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much.